Welcome to CropSense, presented by North Carolina Cooperative Extension. I'm Jacob Morgan, a field crops agent with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. Today, we have Dr. Guy Collins, Extension Cotton Specialist with North Carolina State University. Good morning, Dr. Collins. How are you doing today? Good morning, Jacob. Doing good. Glad to be here. We certainly appreciate you stopping by. So, I guess let's start off with kind of an overview of the cotton crop so far this year. The crop right now is variable. I'd say, generally speaking, most of the state has encountered severe heat and drought during the early part of the season. And we had some cotton or a lot of cotton this year uh, across all parts of the state that, you know, showed signs of that drought stress and essentially started blooming uh, way too short, in, in my opinion. So you want a certain number of fruiting nodes and a certain stalk height when you go into the bloom period to support a good bowl load. And, and because of that heat and drought uh, that we had in a lot of parts of the state, we were abnormally short for cotton to start blooming. So that's kind of where we are right now. Most parts of the state have recently gotten some rain, which is great, uh, but we're going to need more uh, as the year progresses. Right now is the time when people really start talking about putting out plant growth regulators. We probably would have started earlier if we'd had some time to rainfall earlier in the season. So can you just kind of give an overview of kind of how you would, would go about planning your plant growth regulator strategy going forward? Yeah, so uh, across the state and a lot of fields that I'm, I've been walking uh, here in the last two, three weeks, there is, is, has been very few that really required a PGR application while I was there. Now, things are changing now that we're getting rain, but essentially we, what we have is this phenomenon called a suspended cutout. So cotton started blooming uh, abnormally short, which is not a great thing, and that was a product of the heat and the drought. Uh, but now that we're getting rain, it can recover to a degree. Now, I would be remiss to say that there's not been some yield loss. I, I think that there has been some yield potential that's lost from that drought, especially in the most severe cases where we have sandy soils and no irrigation. But we can still pull off a decent crop out of this with a little bit of luck from Mother Nature. So when we enter the bloom period with an uh, insufficient salt height, uh, what will happen is cotton will reach cutout very, very quickly, sometimes within a week or 10 days, and which is obviously not a good thing. But now that we're getting rain, what can happen, since we don't have such a heavy bowl load on the plant right now, is that terminal growth can be renewed and it can start growing again. And that white bloom progresses up the, the stalk at about the same rate. So technically speaking, it stays at cutout, but it's still growing. Now, when we say cutout, we typically say it's blooming out of the top and it's done with the upward progression of blooming. But in this case, as long as we have rainfall, that terminal can still grow and set new fruiting sites while we stay at cutout and the white bloom just moves up node to node to the top of the plant. So the, the silver lining here is we don't have a heavy bowl load right now to, 
to bog it down. The risk that we have right now is that even though we've gotten some moisture, we're going to need to continue to have that throughout the remainder of the bloom period. In other words, we cannot afford any more hiccups. We cannot afford to dry out severely, even for a three to four day period, especially if it were to get hot again. So at that point, cotton almost becomes like corn where you're just heavily reliant on continuous rainfall. My fear is we get three weeks into the bloom period and you start accumulating a bowl load. Then all of a sudden we have another four or five days where it's in the high 90s and no rainfall in sight. At that point, you will have a bowl load and we'll probably go right into a true cutout and it will cease growing upwards. And it can recover from that, but it's a lot more difficult uh, to renew terminal growth at that point once you have a bowl load on. So ideally, we would we would have continuous rainfall for the next five, six weeks or so, at the very least, hopefully beyond that. If we have a dry period somewhere in there, and then it will start raining again constantly, what could happen is you end up with two very different crops. You would have a bottom crop and then a top crop, and it gets very difficult to manage uh, for that. But a lot of that has yet to be seen. So right now, with it raining, Growers are contemplating PGRs. You know, your fertilizer is out there for the most part. It's just now being utilized, and we're just now seeing the plants start to grow. It depends on the field. It depends on the current status of that crop. Uh, keep in mind, you want a final plant height uh, that's sufficient to support high yields. So, an early planted cotton, you can get on up 40, 50. Uh, 55 inches tall, no more than that, maybe by the end of the year. For late planted cotton, you kind of want it closer to 40 to 45 inches is the maximum plant height. So we apply PGRs to guide us to that point where it doesn't grow any further. Now, we have a long ways to go before we can get to that. But basically what I would tell growers is if you have a field that needs a while to get to those that kind of plant height, then maybe hold off your PGRs right now. And if it turns out you do approach that ideal plant height and you need to slow it down, since we are in, in a suspended cutout in a lot of fields, wait closer to your target plant height before you start hammering it with, with PGRs and trying to slow it down. Now might be a good time to kind of answer that age-old question. Does using plant growth regulators automatically increase yield? Absolutely not. You can look at all of our trial results in North Carolina. You can look at all the, the research trial results across the belt going back for decades at this point. Yield response to PGRs is inconsistent at best. There are a lot of scenarios where it will reduce plant height very consistently, but it may not improve yield. So there are cases where it reduces yield if you're too aggressive too early, especially early planted cotton that encounters some sort of drought stress, usually associated with a pre-bloom application. But there are scenarios, too, where it improves yield modestly. Um, most of the time, that's going to be later planted cotton in a wet year, especially when you have high nitrogen or a, a, a 
strong uh, history of rank growth in a particular field, usually associated with applications right around the first bloom or so. But this year is totally different. We have this suspended cutout phenomenon where there is a risk of reducing yields if you stop the plant too short of where it needs to be and it does not have sufficient fruiting site and a sufficient bowl load on it. So we want to be real careful with that. It's not like what we see in a wet year where we have to anticipate what it's going to be and slow it down so it doesn't get too tall. This is more of a scenario where we're reactive instead of proactive. We've just got to watch it real closely. And when it gets closer to our target plant height, then we want to stop it at that point. It should not be too hard to stop growth this year at this point in time. Now, that may change later if we really start getting a lot of rain, but as of, as of right now, it should not be very difficult to manage growth. What is the general rain fastness for these plant growth regulators? We get some of these pop-up thunderstorms. We think it's going to be clear today. We go out and decide we need to put something, and then we get a, a rain shower an hour or two hours later. What kind of time frame do you think well, you'd feel pretty confident that you're going to get the results that you expected from that application? That is my favorite question all year long. And the reason that's my favorite question is because that means a grower is needing a PGR application, growth is just vigorous, it's growing like it should, and it's continuing to rain. So I love getting that phone call from, from growers of county agents or consultants. Most of your products, if you look on the label, will say they need eight hours rain-free, and if you use a surfactant, you can cut that time in half, so about four hours rain-free. There are a couple of products like Pentia and Stance where that rain-free period is quite a bit shorter. And even so, you can cut that time even shorter with the, the use of the surfactant. Uh, but I would say at the end of the day, that's a, that's a real good problem to have, in my opinion. Well, maybe we'll have that problem <laughs> later in the year. So what, what week of bloom would you say we're on right now? I think in Jones County we're on like week two, but I didn't know as far as across the state kind of what you were seeing. It all depends on when it was planted. And we had a good bit of early planted cotton, which was late April, early May, uh, all the way to the end of May. There's not a whole lot of real late planted cotton. When I, when I say that, I'm talking about June planted cotton. And most of those cases were replant scenarios and they're, they're very few and far between this year um so there, there's a good even spread so it depends on when it was planted and how quickly it came up which would dictate what growth stage it's in now most fields that i've been to are blooming there's a few that have yet to bloom but they're very very close i would say for your early planted cotton you're probably at least week two probably going into week three right now some of your later planted cotton may not be blooming yet, but it'll be uh, within a week, maybe two, that it will start blooming. Again, just depends on when it was planted. All right. So now, obviously, it was really dry early. People got their nitrogen put out, uh, and there may be some folks who were planning to plant corn and put out a bunch of litter, and then decided with the price of cotton like it was, they were going to plant cotton instead. So, how do you expect these really dry 
May and June uh, to affect later in the season uh, as far as management with regrowth or anything else that this uh, excess fertilizer may cause? So that's a good question. Yes, uh, there, that is accurate. There has been a lot of fertilizer applied uh, according to what we our crop may need. But when we have dry periods like what we had in the spring, that, that fertilizer is not being utilized by the plant and certainly not leaching or washing away. So the problems that can come with that are going to be regrowth in the fall. But that has yet to be determined. A lot can happen between now and Labor Day. If we continue to get rains uh, and if we continue to accumulate a, a decent bowl load, then we'll use up a lot of that fertilizer, which is a good thing. Uh, if we have any more dry periods, or if we go into the fall with an insufficient bowl load, then there could be some residual nitrogen left over, and that could lead us to having regrowth problems. Now, a lot of that's going to be dependent on moisture uh, during September, maybe early October. But keep in mind that regrowth does not take much moisture at all to cause regrowth, especially if you have a lot of residual nitrogen left over. So that could complicate things, and if that were the case, then we want to make sure we're uh, using the right rate of bidiazeron in our defoliation tank mixes. But we'll know more about that as that time approaches. All right, so just something to kind of keep an eye on in the back of your mind as we approach uh, approach that time frame in the crop. So one last thing I wanted to ask you about was a post that you put on the cotton portal. Uh, and that was about four bracked cotton. Could you talk a little bit about that for us? Okay. Four bracked cotton or four bracked squares is a phenomenon that we don't see very often. It's almost always associated with years where we have high temperatures and or dry time during the early part of the season. And what will happen is we observe a lot of uh, squares and or blooms that have four bracts instead of three. Sometimes they're very obvious. Sometimes that fourth bract is uh, kind of hard to find, but it's there. And how does this impact management? Well, a lot of those squares will, once they bloom, they will abort. And that doesn't sound good, but a lot of times if we have sufficient rain and everything else works for us, uh, we can make up for that. And it's not always a bad thing, where, especially in years like this, where you go into the bloom period, uh, where the, the plant height is, is way too short to be blooming. And getting rid of some of those earlier fruit will help the plant recover. So again, that has yet to be seen and is in the process now. But a lot of those four bright squares, when they bloom, they will abort. That kind of lightens the load, so to speak, so the plant can recover a little bit better. Uh, it can be a problem if it's a lot of squares on the plant or, or four bright. But so far, I've seen it in a number of fields, not every field, but a number of fields. But it's early enough in the bloom period, we don't really know, you know how severe that's going to be. So hopefully we'll have a lot that are, are just regular three bright squares that will likely be retained and developed in the fold. Where this impacts management is if you are evaluating bowl retention, whether that's associated with PGR 
decisions or plant folks sprays and those kinds of things, we want to make sure we're aware of it and try to determine if we're seeing lower bowl retention, is, is that associated with the spoilback squares or is it associated to insect damage? And so we want to be real careful with that. But that's about the only thing that would impact us in terms of mass. Is there anything else you think we need to discuss before we wrap it up here today? I think that covers about everything, Jacob. I, I appreciate you doing this and having certainly enjoyed this like always. Well, we certainly appreciate your time today, Dr. Collins. If you have any questions regarding your cotton, call your local Coiffer Extension agent and we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And as always, thanks for listening to Crop Sense, because if it isn't making money, it isn't making sense. Mm-hmm.